Okay, the squeegee is the most important tool in the professional window cleaner's arsenal. Okay, number one is you want to make sure that you're relaxed. You don't hold the squeegee with a firm grip. Okay, you come up to the glass and you want to make sure that you get a 30 degree angle from the handle to the glass. It's a Monday, it's so mundane. What exciting things will happen today? And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. Dust bunnies are pretty cool shepherd. And this is... Mitchell Manley, everyday normal guy. Actually, I was thinking slugs are pretty normal, but then most people don't think slugs are really normal. So. Yeah, most folks are not into slugs, actually. I found slugs, and I'm really excited about them. Like, I seem more excited about slugs than slugs are about slugs, because they're really cool. I also really think slugs are super cool. I have a friend who does not like slugs, and she constantly finds slugs in her... Uh, in her home and I will give her shit about <laughs> slugs and send her pictures of the horror movie called slugs oh my god there's a horror movie called slugs yeah I really want to watch it <laughs> I really want to <laughs> I'm sure it's terrifying but I, I I think they're so cool and you know there's like a little hole that they have usually on the right side of their body and that's their breathing hole they're a single long Aww. creature and you can see them like open and close it and then they like go into little balls and then they stretch out they're so cool and cute I'm sorry I didn't realize you were a, a professional slugologist <laughs> I'm not, but I might be since I've been staring at the a couple of slugs for like the past oh ten hours or so. It's an amateur slugologist. Yes, I'm an amateur slugologist. Um this week I guess I I don't know why I thought about this, but uh this week I wanted to do like songs about mundane things and I feel like slugs might go into that, even though I think they're really cool. <laughs> And and you went along with it. So why did you went along with my idea? Um, you know, usually I just have trouble coming up with themes every week because I wait until the last minute to think of something. And so you're like, hey, mundane things like ironing and things like that. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we can we can expand that in into a you know a theme that I think our ear buddies can can drop some heat on. And so that's what we did. Yeah, and I feel like we haven't really covered that. Like we'll do like much larger concepts of doing things, but we don't really, you know, focus on mundane stuff. And I I mean Yeah, we've we've done work and we've done hobbies, but we haven't done just like and I think we've even done just like relaxing at home, but this is sort of its own discrete niche. Yeah. And I didn't realize how big a niche it was but it's kind of a big niche really yeah. um what song did you bring this week i'm gonna start us with a band called healing potpourri and their song blanket of calm sprouted a new leaf today
Healing Potpourri is a band that I discovered a little earlier this year. They recently signed with Run For Cover Records, which is a record label I really love that puts out a really wide and eclectic array of bands. Uh, a lot of Healing Potpourri's music has this really smooth sound. It's really chill and like heavily influenced by the folksy 60s pop and psychedelia. Uh, they're definitely on the lighter side, but I'd almost consider them sort of yacht rocky. It's very beachy, a lot of relaxing vibes. And, and the song itself is just this really sweet song about spending the day with your partner you know he mentioned seeing a plant in their garden sprouting a new leaf and sharing a nice meal smiling when nothing's funny and just feeling good you know appreciating the small things with his honey and I just think that's a a beautiful song and it's just super chill and 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 it makes me happy I know isn't that like one of the best kind of days where you're just like chillaxing and nothing is going on I think it's really like you just notice the stuff around the house um yeah, this song is literally just the joys of being boring AF with your partner and noticing the little things that just hang around. Like, I don't know. I've pointed out that I've found some slugs. He does not, uh, my husband does not get as much glee out of the slugs. So just, I want, I was like, hey, look, the slug's doing this. So this is, you know, my kind of ideal boring day. Um, the flautist in this, though, is like all about showing off, like Yes. Just straight up from the top is like, look at me, look at me. But um, I'm I'm gonna let them have it because they're really good at it. And if you're gonna be a show off, you might as well be really good at it. Uh, it does feel like a cozy weighted blanket on a cool fall morning, of which we are receiving one of those days out of the two weeks in the year that we have those before it gets <laughs> bone chillingly cold and horrible. But I want tea, crumpets, and my blankie with this song. <laughs> Um, so I, um, I, this is going to be fun. Um, my song that I bring this week is Working Men's Club, Cook a Coffee. Turn on the radio, cook a coffee. to the BBC and watch straight up synthy fuzzy chill song it's it's about listening to the radio making some coffee and pooping you know because coffee and pooping go together um Indeed. <laughs> uh, i don't know everything about this song is pretty mundane but you know all the stuff we usually do and i just wish more songs rejoiced in like that kind of boring stuff and also calling folks cunts but nice way and i'm assuming it's a nice way it seems like a nice way uh <laughs> they also say that the other person looks like a book which i think is also a compliment i don't know i just really like to revel in the mundanity of all of this and it's it's not like it's a super complicated song <laughs> 
mundanity I did not think was a word, but because <laughs> my autocorrect is not correcting that, I now know mun- mundanity, mundanity. Yeah. I'm going to have to, like, yeah, I'm going to have to put that uh, conjugation of that into my vernacular. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, let's let's chalk up another point for Amy. This is a band that I'd never heard before and that I absolutely love. Um, it's got the perfect synthy, new wavy kind of post-punk vibes. I love that simplistic stoner rock guitar riff mixing with the dancey drum machine and the synths, kind of Joy Division-y, Eden, Ian Curtis-style vocals with like some subtle female harmonies chiming in occasionally, lots of echo and, and just more and more layers of synths and guitars and weird noise all slowly enter the mix and just escalate the jam into, into this psychedelic joy ride about coffee which i think is a niche i feel like we need more of you know we have so many great songs about smoking pot or doing acid and mushrooms not nearly enough songs about drinking coffee so and our our, our episode where we did coffee i think that's where you discover buddha boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna let you just swing from the rafters on this one i know exactly what you're going for but what's her name <laughs> Uh, Bee-ba-doobie. Bee-ba-doobie, which my, uh, like Dakota just recently, he was telling me that he was jamming out to, in surgery, uh, yeah. and, like making the surgeons bebop to bee-ba-doobie. <laughs> <laughs> Bebopping to bee-ba-doobie. <laughs> yes. And I, uh, yes. So yeah, I mean, it's just a whole mood and I just love it so much. Um, I love that our ear buddies are like, love the mundanity of it all. I love that word too. Um, I love that they brought all these songs that really truly represent mundanity, and I knew that I knew that they would know what we're talking about. Our first ear buddy is Jacques, who brings the mountain goats half dead. Took my spot at the window, looked out at the road, dots and dashes of traffic, like a message in code. And whole boxes of memories Wrapped up at the curb I sang songs to myself Didn't have any words Can't get you Out of my head Lost without says this is probably my favorite mountain goat song and definitely my favorite mountain goats record it's about trying to use mundane tasks to distract distract yourself from heartbreak i don't think the mountain goats can do anything wrong and i'm not sorry about that uh i am the queen of puttering but it's never useful puttering it's like making stuff that nobody actually needs and roller skating to get my mind off of i don't know quarantine so I don't know. I just kind of enjoyed this like joy in mundane tasks. They are part of this. I I think of it as our way of coping with things. And I don't know, just the mindlessness of them. Granted, I have a robot that does all my vacuuming. So my mundane task is now plotting against the robot before it can rise up against me. So, you know, we got to take our, our boring tasks as we can find them. I'm with you. 
uh, yeah, this is definitely a super relatable jam. I get the anxieties real bad, and I'm definitely a dweller, definitely a ruminator. So when something's bugging me, it's very easy for me to get caught in a loop of just replaying things in my head. What did I do? What did I say? What's going to happen? So I found that like finding mundane things to get lost in uh, is usually a really effective antidote to help me you know, break out of those mental loops, just like clearing out you know, random clutter that's accumulated on my computer desk or my nightstand or organizing stuff or even just like separating things into piles and then piling those piles on top of each other. Like all those things just seem to help me, you know, break that loop if I if I just can't get out of it on my own. Uh, and so, yeah, this song seems to be about, you know, trying to be somewhat productive and being stuck in that limbo between depression and moving on, being half dead. And so, yeah, I just find that all super relatable. Someday quarantine will be over and you can putter at my house because you won't believe the stuff that needs to be puttered around right here. <laughs> right. Because, like, we've moved some stuff around, but, like, honestly... I can always add a little spicy chaos into like stuff and there's ways we can organize it a lot better than I have. Sure. Um, our next everybody is Jody, who brings Remember Sports the washing machine. I'm gonna sleep until my bed is This is simply like slice of life. And also, I think I I think I've said this before, but I do need to explore Remember Sports. I'm pretty sure that Remember Sports have show, has showed up here before. It's very punky and well, the vocals got me. Being in debt, even if it's just in your head, is like super relatable. And like, well, the song is that. It's super relatable. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Remember Sports, and I have brought them to the show once before a few months ago. Uh, they've always got really great guitar tones and guitar leads, and I especially love the vocals and the vocal harmonies. Uh, she does this little lilty, note-shifty thing a bunch that I'm sure there's some fancy name for, but it's almost like a yodeling technique where one note breaks and shifts into a higher note. It's just really captivating to listen to. Uh, lyrically, I love how many different levels are going on here. You know, The song is called Washing Machine, so as far as chores go, laundry is one that I actually don't mind too much because you know, washing and drying parts is pretty simple you just got to pay attention to you know when you take the clothes out of the washing machine and put them into the dryer and I don't really mind folding clothes either because I can just kind of mindlessly do it while I watch something or listen to a podcast so it's not even really a burden for me uh, but I really dig the sort of imagery and symbolism of our laundry as a reflection of our lives you know washing your sheets is a responsible thing to do but in, in the song serves as a metaphor for like an ending relationship washing that person's essence out of your bed 
and and the role that clothing plays in the way that we interface with others from like clothing as self-expression or or clothing as a means to draw attention or draw attraction and just how our laundry sort of reflects those motives so uh, I just love this song I love this band I've recently lost a pair of jeans and seeing this there's only three people in this house I don't know where the jeans are and nobody's gonna fess (laughs) up to where my jeans are um I just am saying, if somebody wants to find out where my jeans are, that'd be helpful. But also, yeah, like, I like doing laundry. I just don't like doing other people's laundry. Yeah, I think I can get into that. I mean, like, I don't know, people that I live with, I'm I'm usually okay with for the most part. But I don't know, it's just, it's one of those things where people will talk about laundry piling up. And, like, I can see how once it's become a huge burden, like if you refuse to do your laundry for a couple of weeks and then you just got 10 loads to do all at once, I can see how that can be a burden, but I'm usually pretty good about, you know, two loads maximum. I can get in, get out, spend a day doing it and it doesn't bug me too much. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I've done a system, a system of laundry baskets where I'm the one in control of my own laundry. And I found that that's how I can, I can avoid my own clothes being in the pile, but right. I cannot control other people. So I've, right, I've yeah. given up on that part. Yay. I'm the one mom that's not harping on that. Um, <laughs> Grandma's our next year, buddy. He brings unknown mortal orchestras. Can't keep checking my phone. these lyrics are but i can tell that they can't keep checking their phone (laughs) but it's it's i don't know this is a really unique construction and it's a song that would make me feel like chill sitting on the wall of like a dance club with like an inconspicuous cup of sparkly water or an adult beverage and (laughs) i that's a good mood i'll take that for a mood i'm into that for sure uh, this is this is a really great pick with a few interesting layers happening as well. Uh, on the absolute surface level, it can be taken to be referring to like constantly checking your social media or having to constantly be texting or talking to someone on your phone, which is a pretty legit problem for a lot of folks. Uh, and on a slightly deeper level, and and one that I especially relate to, I feel like they're relating that anxiety of like wanting to hear from someone special, so you're like constantly checking your phone and hoping to hear from them, but you know you just keep checking and there's nothing there, and so. You just get to the point where you're telling yourself, I can't keep doing this. I can't live every second of my day like waiting to hear from this person. This is unhealthy for me. And you kind of got to pull yourself back a little. 
Um, and on a similar note to that, like I actually read that this song and in fact, the whole album is about the main dude from this band and his wife kind of falling into this unexpected polyamorous relationship. Mm. And the song is, is referencing a time when their shared partner was like away doing some project in the Peruvian rainforest or something. And, and the singer and his wife were both just like constantly checking their phones, thinking about her and like waiting to hear from her. So it's kind of an interesting backstory. Kind of makes me curious to check out the rest of the record and, and see if I can kind of piece together all the details of their uh, interesting relationship that they had. I'm like, these seem like interesting people to have coffee with. Yeah, for sure. I'm just like, okay, cool. But yeah, um, I've I found a way to manage, uh, you know, that constant like endorphin rush or like dopamine hit. Is mm-hmm. I, I just don't have notifications on my phone. You can call me if you actually want to get a hold of me. You can call me, or oh, you can be my kid, and she. I have notifications on there, so that's the only only things that are going to notify me. Which is, I believe, you've experienced where I just peace out for ten hours, and you have no idea where the other half yeah, of the conversation see, I, I'm, went. I'm one of those people that if you text me nine times out of ten, I'm going to text you back immediately, I know. and that's just kind of the person that I am. <laughs> And so what sucks is that most of my favorite people in my life are the opposite of that. And it drives me nuts. And and I totally understand it because like people are different and I get that, but it's just like, I I can't help it because I'm that person that like, I'm going to text you back almost immediately. And so if you, if you're one of those people that just throws your phone into the river, as soon as you text me, Amy Shepard, then I'm just going to like. It drives me bonkers. Okay, so I just need to clear up. If I text you and then you don't hear back from me, it's because I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, I can. I've I've usually gathered that at this point. You're you're because you're usually I'm I like coming up with themes at like two in the morning. So <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, our next ear buddy is Debbie, who brings body types free to air. says one of my faves free to air by australian band body type about sitting around watching over the air non-cable tv hey um i've been watching like this like four and a half hour youtube video about um the true meaning of twin peaks and a lot of that has to do with uh tv and how we relate to it um but yeah, this song is just sitting at home contemplating what we were doing on the couch as the world kind of cycles, you know, as it normally does, which actually seems like it would be really 
like effing nice for the world to just cycle like a normal day would. Um, there's something actually sublime and just the regular and mundane. And this song is so revelrous in it. And I just kind of truly enjoy it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a total sucker for this style of, like, dreamy bedroom indie pop. And I think we've discussed that, like, bands from Australia and New Zealand are somehow just extra cool. So Body Type have that going for them as well, which I think is great. Uh, this seems to have some themes about a relationship kind of woven in as well. But I'm definitely getting a lot of the vibe of that, like, kind of coming home after a long day and relaxing. Uh, you know, even the ambience of a television playing, whether it's news or a movie, and you know, even if you're not actively watching it. Uh, can be sort of comforting or at least acts as that signal to the brain that the day is over and you can kind of let go of the stresses and, and melt into your couch or the memory foam bed. Uh, yeah, definitely going to be listening to more of this, this band because I just love this sort of bedroom indie pop. Um, one of my favorite things in the world. Bedroom indie pop. Is that because it sounds like it's recorded in a bedroom? I mean, a lot of times, yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of what it means. I, I like. I didn't realize how many people watch TV to like as the background noise to their lives uh, until I was working nights. And granted, I'm not with people in their normal cycle of life, but there are a lot of people if they're awake and can tell you they want the TV on. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. I, that's a habit that I broke fairly early on. Um, you know, I, I remember being like. 16 and just like unplugging the cable from my TV because I, I would spend so much time doing exactly that just like having the TV on for no reason not even watching it or just like flipping through channels never watching anything but just flipping for hours and I like caught myself doing that and I was like nope <laughs> just gonna cut off cut off the cable and you know if I if I want to watch something that I know comes on at a specific time then I'll either go watch it in a different room or I'll plug it up for that and then unplug it again. And luckily that habit has pretty much stuck to where I don't just constantly have blaring TV in the background. <laughs> I kind of weaned myself off like after college, I think, because in college, of course, your bedroom is every room because uh, you're in your dorm. But like uh, I think after college, there's no TV in my bedroom and I think I've gotten to the point where we have a TV, but it's not usually on. Maybe if we're watching specific things like um, the Great British Baking Show is on now. So right. every Friday, the U.S. gets it on Netflix. Just if, if you need something to calm your life right there. <laughs> um, Lum is our next year buddy, and he brings Municipal Waste Untitled Track. says this is a thrash song thrash song about flying a kite pretty mundane subject for thrash me thinks look thrash i need to write you a love letter i love you you are the perfect genre for me at five in the morning reviewing songs because you're quick and to the point and you're the perfect length for my very short attention span honestly kites are not mundane i don't care what anyone says they're it's physics is literal physics and it's 
fabric going up against air. It's, I don't know, it's it's just magical. And uh, <laughs> it defies gravity. So I think it's perfect thrash because, you know, that's fabric that's saying, F you, air. I'm with you. Yeah, it's 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 funny that Lum brought this because I also was going to bring a song about kites. Uh, the Free Design has a song called Kites Are Fun, which is very bubblegummy, cheerful, like late 60s pop. Uh, but since this was such an amazing pull, I couldn't help but ditch my plans so I could include a thrash song about flying a kite. Uh, Municipal Waste is definitely part of like that newer thrash gospel kind of came out in the early 2000s bringing together all the best classic thrash and hardcore bands anthrax and the crow mags and borrowing from other crossover bands like dri corrosion of conformity suicidal tendencies uh lyrically municipal waste are usually pretty goofy anyway songs about mutants or like about getting drunk or just referencing how badass thrash music is so doing a song about flying a kite isn't like out of you know it's not a total left turn or anything but it still just managed to make me giggle so i'm glad we were able to fit that into the show this week and i feel like it's like super approachable for a thrash song too yeah certainly yeah like usually um thrash is a little more in your face and a little loud now it might be just because i was staring at slugs while i was uh listening and reviewing this seriously i'm sorry guys i really do like the slugs (laughs) um but yeah like i uh I found this thrash song, uh, although short and sweet, like very approachable while still having the main aesthetics of thrash going on. Our next everybody is Jeremy, who brings the buzzcocks sitting around the house. TV, the couch, the remote control. I think the Buzzcocks truly capture what it is to have just one of those days. Yeah, it's it's a shame that I came to the Buzzcocks so late in my musical journey. I remember uh, my buddy Quincy Rose tried to tip me off to them in high school, but I was just like too busy listening to bad new metal and 311 at the time. Don't apologize. But- <laughs> Yeah, but I, I definitely regret not digging in because I honestly think they're probably my favorite, like, quote-unquote, classic punk band. Uh, they're just so catchy and always just a step a step or two above or ahead of what their contemporaries were doing. Uh, you can always tell a Buzzcock song because they have uh, so much of that sort of outside-of-the-box fun with their guitars, whether it's an especially catchy lead line or just breaking out into weird, noisy bits like this one. Uh, they've always gone above and beyond the kind of played-out punk chords and angsty stereotypes 
Um, as for the content of the song in particular, it seems to be pointing out that like sitting around at home all the time and only experiencing the news and the world outside, you know, through your TV sort of limits your experience and sort of skews your perspective of what's going on in the world and, and the things that are worth valuing and, and things like that. So I think we live in a golden age for TV and movies right now. So I, I'd never begrudge any anyone for enjoying TV entertainment or like using the news to stay up on what's going on. But there's definitely something extra that's missing unless you're out in the world and like interacting with folks and, and seeing things for yourself. And so I think that might be kind of what the buzzcocks are on about in this one. Yeah. And I think that it especially resonates during right now where TV is where we can responsibly interact with the, like the world. Or like mm-hmm. our computers, which, you know, in some ways are just an interactive TV. So, I don't know. I can't wait for this to be over. Mitchell, I miss you. Yeah. I miss you too, Amy. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been six months. Um, so, we didn't get any feedback in the emails or the Twitters or anything this week. But, hey, guys, we're here for you if you want to reach out. It's okay. You can always tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at E&D Pod. The Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group, and the voicemail line is... 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can email the show, endpod at gmail.com, and you can always check out the show, which is not completely slug-centered, endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. What's our final mundane song this week, Mitchell? I'm going to leave us with Kurt Vile and his song, Pretty Pimpin'. Uh, I was pretty late to the Kurt Vile train. He's been putting out music since the early 2000s, and I had heard his name a ton the last several years, but never really dug in until sometime like early last year. This song popped up in a Spotify playlist, and I kind of latched onto it. Uh, it's essentially a song about like dissociating, and he like plays it out as like waking up one morning and he doesn't recognize the man in the mirror, but also somehow knows it's himself. So he proceeds to brush the stranger's teeth because they're his teeth. And uh, he skips out on brushing the stranger's hair because it never was his style. You know, it's just little moments about like the morning routine reflecting a sense of duality or like disassociation from the self and just all in this super catchy song. So uh, anything but mundane himself. Here's Kurt Vile with Pretty Pippin'. This morning didn't recognize the man in the mirror Then I laughed and I said, oh silly me, that's just me Then I proceeded to brush some stranger's teeth But they were my teeth and I was weightless Just quivering like some leaf Come in the window of a restroom I couldn't tell you what the hell it was supposed to mean But it was a Monday, no a Tuesday, no Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Just like all I want is to just have fun Live my life like the son of a gun I could be one thousand miles away But still mean what I say